What's up, you guys? This is the quad with Chris Young. As always, I am Chris. We got Haley the Bear. Hello. Producer Josh. Good morning. And Ryan from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to see the video content of this right now. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Um, Hi. Uh, also, we'll, we, we get a lot to dig into. Um, Hi. Uh, the poll winner. Go ahead. Even though you did not phrase it at all the way that you phrased the actual point. <clears throat> Instant replay check for the record. I've, I double checked with you in the podcast last week. You said when it comes to fall, it's Team Apple versus Team Pumpkin, which is what I wrote. Team Apple won. That's bull- that, first of all, that is complete BS for the record. No, it's yeah. not. Again, Apple even people no. like I had so many people messaging me going, "Yes, it's Team Apple." No, all the way. it's not. I'm st- in reality, people don't aren't a huge fan of pumpkin besides carving them and the the basic white. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. First of all, pumpkin pie is fantastic. How dare you say that? Number one, I can one. only take one bite of pumpkin pie, and that's it. Well, then you're weird. After that, it's too much for me. Apple pie is way better. Which Can we actually do our pumpkin carving competition this year too? Because we, we haven't done to it. Do that. We <laughs> we have like been years in a row. <laughs> to do this so many times. And, and the rules were freehand, right? You cannot yeah. stencil you it, so it has stencil. to be freehand. Okay. And didn't it have to be a sports logo or something like that? Wasn't that what we were going? No, with? no, it could be anything. No, it can be okay. whatever you want. Okay. All right, we're doing that this year for sure. All right. We're doing it. We're doing it no matter what. So if only one person shows up with a pumpkin, they win. They, autom- they win. They win I actually carved a pumpkin the last two years for this, and none of no one else. Well, did. I've carved pumpkins the last two years. As we're, well, we're, we're doing. We, I know. we I have to do too. it I with all of us. All of us as for, a challenge for the podcast. I like it. Pumpkin. I'm not sure anyone likes pumpkin. You might like cinnamon though. Yeah. I think oh, that's. I hate cinnamon. <sighs> I like pumpkin seeds. Oh, good God. Um. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Apple won. You guys win. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Moving on. Whatever. Moving on. Um, it is fall. It's finally cold enough for me to wear a hoodie. <sighs> I'm, I'm living I'm, my best life. Right I'm now. so happy. I didn't get right a warning now. for this, by the way. I blame all of you because I'm the Floridian here who's never been, you know, living in cold before. And I woke up this morning. I walked outside and it was 54 degrees out. And I'm like, yeah, where did this come from? What by happened? By the way, oh, it gets much colder than that here. Right. And, and every, everyone, everyone from the north right now is listening to this podcast going, what the hell are y'all worried about like, about 54? 54, you mean summer? By the um, way, Bear yeah. and I are both in like summer garb and you two are in sweaters here. <laughs> Look, we're doing I'm this finally too. able to put that part of my wardrobe, wardrobe and- to work. Like, I trust me, I am excited. I'm rocking this fantastic Dallas Cowboys hoodie that is uh very very soft did you get your cooper rush jersey uh, is that is that on no the way? Oh. no i've got my micah parsons jersey right, just wondering ryan in fairness we did warn you about this we literally talked about there will be false fall and then there will be yeah but i thought we were still in false fall no then no. There, there would be second summer which was patio weather we talked about this where <laughs> yes, there would be that one week where everyone goes which was last week where everyone goes to the patios and really loves the summer again and then real and fall then happens fall. we literally talked about this on the podcast i still think it'll probably get warm again I think I'm in seasonal denial is what I'm at. I think seasonal what, denial. I think, that's what, I think that's what you can diagnose. Yeah, Thursday's a high denial. of 85. Yeah, see, it's back. Yeah, what's the low? 
49. Oh, there it is. And we're back. See, <laughs> and we're back. Oh, my gosh. The low is 37 on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. We're we in that weird down. period where, like... It's desert weather. You could wear a sweater in the morning, and by noon, you hate yourself, and you don't know if it's supposed to be AC or heat in your apartment or house. We're just in that weird. We're in the weird right yeah, now. Yeah, over the next two weeks, the warmest it gets is 81. However, on that day, the low is 48. That is a swing. Whoa. Yeah, man. Yeah. But it's perfectly Whoa. sunny, and I love it every single day. No, it's, it's this is fantastic. It and peaks. It, we're finally down to the point where it's not swamp soup when you walk outside. Absolutely. It's not humid anymore. It It is a little bit, but not to the level that it is during summer. It may not we be are swamp definitely in soup, fall. but it is soup season. It is soup season. Yes, it, it is. is. Soup season. I like soup season. Yeah. Soup season. Let's go. High five. Soup season. Yeah. Soup season. Soup. Season. Soup. God, soup. Love soup. Soup. All right. All right. Let's go to music. Music. Soup. I don't think I've ever written a soup song before. <laughs> well, now's the time. I'm going to be I honest. written a soup song yet. <laughs> yes. Um, this is like the season of songwriting. I, it, because everybody, all the artists are like sort of back in town unless they have a fall tour. So everyone's constantly writing. If they enjoy writing, all the songwriters are still writing because they enjoy writing. Uh, Everyone and their mom that I know that writes songs is just constantly in the studio right now. And everyone's back from all of their like summer trips. This is like that period between now and when Thanksgiving, Christmas, when everyone starts to go back to homes or traveling or whatever. This is the sweet spot. This is when like, I feel like this is when like all of the best songs start to get either written or the work gets done. Everything gets done right now. I've written like 11 songs in the past two weeks, which doesn't sound like much, but you also have to think I, I've got other things going on on top of songwriting and I've been gone some of those days and touring and still managed to write and record 11 songs. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it basically songwriter world is five days a week. And so that means you're writing basically every day, a new song every day. I wrote two in two and a half hours the other day with uh, Trevor Rosen from uh, Old Dominion and uh, a couple, uh, Brock Berry Hill and uh, another friend of ours. So. Songwriting season. Soup season. Soup season. What, S is it? what else can we get in here? It was, it was actually Sweater Jesse, season. Jesse Joe Dillon. Sweater season. Nice. Oh, shoot. That's a, that's a room. Yeah. She's amazing, man. That's a for anyone that doesn't know uh, necessarily who that is. Jesse Joe Dillon is the daughter of famous, famous, famous songwriter Dean Dillon, who wrote probably all of your favorite George Strait songs, <laughs> um, literally. But I mean, it, been nominated for a Grammy, ACM for Song of the Year. Like it, she's incredible. Um, so it's it's pretty wild that when you get to talking about like friends of yours that you write with and then you're like, yeah, Hey, it is Dean Dillon's daughter, but she also stands on her own as a fantastic writer. Yeah. If you, if you don't even like know about her dad, yeah, she still is crushing pretty wild, pretty wild. Um, yeah. 
I'm just I'm looking at the the they go uh, songs written by Jesse Joe Dillon. Ten thousand hours break up in the end. The breath you take, crazy woman, girl Whoa. next door, Brandy Clark, Rich, Marin Morris, songs about you, Brett Eldridge, to Helen back, Marin Morris, wow. we'll come back around. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Whoa, and yeah. That's, that's not like, even. Did not that's, expect, that's, that's just not, that's just touching the ones that are like <laughs> that's the, the ones that are pushed up towards the first. Top. Yeah. Wow, alphabetically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's a badass. Wow. Yeah. All right. I'm a fan. Yeah. Didn't know I was a fan. But I mean, it, it literally is that that time of year where like all of the the prep for next year is getting done, and people don't realize that if they aren't in the songwriting space. Yeah, it's it's songwriting, it's recording. All of the records that come out next spring, next summer are starting to or finishing up being recorded right now, or starting to mix right now. This is this is the sweet spot where everything really does get done in Nashville. Um, and everyone kind of pushes to the end of the year. This is when it's like, it's go, it's go time right now. Um, in the best way, not in a pressure filled way, but like, no, you're just in motion and it just feels right. I don't know. And this, this term gets used in a lot of different, uh, ways, but especially, Oh, you all right. Perfect timing for the button. Sneezing season. Yeah, there we are. I wonder if I can just get her sneeze as the button instead. <laughs> um, it, it's it's weird because this term normally gets used with uh, video games lately, uh, which is crunch, which is where people are being forced to overwork themselves to reach a deadline. Okay. Crunch time. Yeah, it's it's not that. No. I live in crunch time. At all. No, well, cr- crunch time is usually December when people are trying to fulfill their <laughs> publishing agree- oh, <laughs> agreements no. and turn oh, in no. a bunch of publishing. songs. It's, ah. also, it's also the last two minutes of a football game and, and anytime you visit a pizza parlor, it's crunch time. All right. Well, I'm going to do that thing that I'm not supposed to do, and this will probably go away later when someone realizes that I've done it. But Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Crank the fader. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. False start. All right. Here we go. False start. I didn't know what I was missing until the second that you walked in to that bar that night under those neon lights. From the moment that you touched me. I was hoping that you'd love me forever and ever for all time. Didn't know that I'd been so blind, but you opened my eyes. I was looking for a single, every single weekend, looking for a feeling to keep my heart beating, looking for an unfound night alone. The right kiss, right song, looking for a sunrise, eating your sunset, looking for someone. Ooh, I like the hook on that one. New mix. I like that. Looking for you. That's going to be on the next record. Yes. This is what you get. This is the content you get here (laughs) on the quad with Chris Young. You, my friends, the quad pod squad. This is what you get. This is why you come. Yeah. This is why we love you. I just, I, all I can hear when anyone says that is the the Donald Trump. Thing. I'm gonna come. 
Fish anyway. at Times is an R-rated podcast for the record. No, 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 no. Eventually, when we do another Quad After Dark. We do need to do a Quad After Dark. I, uh, so. I do, I do want to quickly just as a, a sharp turn here, but um, thoughts to everybody out on, on the Hardy team um, that came out yesterday. Yes. He put out a statement. He, a couple of his band members, his bus driver, involved in a, a, a terrible accident on I-40 here near, near Nashville. And, um, ser- you know, he's in serious condition. His band members are as well. Uh, his bus drivers, he's been asking for prayers for everyone. So just thinking about the entire Hardy team. I know the music community and everybody here in Nashville uh, wrapping their arms around them and showing them so much love. So just thoughts to those guys and hope it's a quick and speedy recovery for everyone. Absolutely. I didn't even know that was going on. Um, saw the the post that he had made about it and saw a couple posts from some of the other guys. And, uh, you know, I've been riding with him a lot recently so that's definitely you never want to see that i mean that's absolutely terrible and um seriously hope they uh all get well soon that is a that's a terrifying thing to go through so uh let's segue a little bit and we'll go to uh what are you listening to you want me to go first sure drop it yeah let me let me just uh quick pivot um Good day, Nappy Roots. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I figured I'd change I it up I haven't heard week. a Nappy Roots reference in, it has to be a decade. Yeah. Maybe two decades? North Carolina. Was, was that them? Yeah. 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 Wait, what? No, that wasn't them. Wait, what was that? No. What was the one with the POD no. and Nappy Roots? Hold on. Hold on. Nappy Roots was the, oh God, hang on. There Did was a song. really go... Man. Good day. Good day. Oh, it was Anna. Oh, <laughs> that's what it was. Anna. Yes. Different Anna. Different Anna. <laughs> different yes. Anna. Other Anna. That's what it was. Not bad. You're thinking of Petey Pablo. I'm thinking of Petey Pablo. Yes, yep. you were. <laughs> and I put that as a lot of P's. Petey yep. Pablo, Nat P.P. Roots. Yep. I get it. Yep. 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 My bad. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bear, what you got? So apparently I did not realize that this might only be a Florida song until I actually started. Was <laughs> <laughs> it Sandstorm? We all heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I always, sometimes I'll be like, why heller? And I always assumed everyone would know where I was saying that from. And I followed it up and I, my friend Emily knew about it and I started singing it to everyone and I was like, wait, y'all don't know this song at nope. all. And then I realized in the song, it says, I'm going to show you how we do it in Florida. And then I'm from a city called Orlando and I'm like, okay, maybe this might actually just be an Orlando song. <laughs> so Ryan, I don't know if you know this, but the song I'm not locked down by a trio. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is just a Florida thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've hey, never heard this which, before. I thought the Huller was from... Huller. Yeah, no, that's from several other things. But again, at the beginning right. of this song is Wahaller, and then it jumps, then it goes, I feel good, I'm single, I'm free, woo. Yeah, anyways, apparently it is uh, just a Florida song. I had no idea. I, I do want to take just a moment. Ryan, I know you want to bring this up. I know you want to bring this up. Josh, I know you want to bring this up. But... Obviously, um, do you have the information for for people to donate? Yes, for the hurricane. Yes. Um, so always a, the, the best route to go, and I think to, for me uh, is 
the Red Cross. The Red Cross obviously does a lot of um, relief work. So I'll get that that information for you guys because you can easily text that number uh, for a $10 donation. But thoughts to everybody in the state of Florida. Thanks for bringing it up, CY. Um, you know, this was a devastating storm um, and Hurricane Ian has ravaged the state and what will be what is projected to be the most expensive um, and costly damage in Florida's history from a hurricane. And so thoughts to everybody on, on Florida's West Coast, especially the, the Cape Coral, Naples, Fort Myers, Sanibel, uh, Punta Gorda area. Um, they were absolutely um, caught off guard by this storm, number one. And number two, um, just the videos out of there are heartbreaking. So thoughts to everyone there. And again, the, the Red Cross, the American Red Cross is your best bet to donate. Uh, I will get that number here, drop it for you guys. But but thoughts with everybody, you know, on Florida's West Coast because it was it's scary what's what's happening. Well, hell, my where I'm from is the opposite coast, and they still got bad flooding. I see videos of my hometown, and everyone's houses are like underwater just because it's on the river and by the the ocean over there. I mean, so many of my friends' houses are flooded, and I'm like, this is. And we didn't even get the hard hit from the cat for it was just the the surges and the rain because it was moving very slow so it, it affected a lot that's the scariest thing about a storm like that is that it was moving really really slowly so it you're just gonna get rainfall you know even when it's looking at like the orlando area it, it's a massive amount of rain in a very short amount of time yeah. You're talking about record storm surge that happened in the Fort Myers area too, and, and Orlando, which is not used to that kind of water there in the center of the state. Um, yeah. It's just, again, thoughts with everybody there in the Sunshine State back home. Uh, if you want to donate or you want to help out, it's really easy to do. You can go to redcross.org, or you can text Ian, I-A-N, to 90999, and that'll make a $10 donation to help those affected by the storm. Anything you can do to pitch in and help uh, would be greatly appreciated, guys. We love you. Yes. Yeah. All right. Sorry, hard segue back to. Uh, We've got some interesting. You, you want to go? Today. You want to go? Yeah, Ryan, let's let's you do this. Go, you go next. So, I had an opportunity. <laughs> Josh was like, "You're going to go to me, aren't you?" Yeah. Had an opportunity uh, to go see uh, John Party at the the amp this weekend down at Send Amphitheater down by the water, and uh, what an unbelievable show he put on. And Laney Wilson, obviously, to open up for him, but to key a little time by uh, by John Party, one of my favorite little tunes by him. Uh, got everybody in a good mood. Great show. So to key a little time by uh, by JP. Mine, uh, back in 2017, I wrote this song with a couple friends of mine, including this artist, April Cry, who at the time was a signed artist doing a lot with Radio Disney Country. And she has since pivoted away from country and doing this like very soulful, bluesy Adele sort of kind of vibe and just put out a record on Friday, which included this song. So sometimes you just write songs and five years later they, they come out. But the name of the song is called Take the Edge Off by April Cry. Had a chance to see her at the listening room. She is mm -hmm. unbelievably talented. She's like four foot eleven She's and amazing. just sings her ass off. She really is. She is the tiniest. Her voice doesn't have anything to do. Dude, her voice is unreal. The thing that comes out of her face, you're just like, whoa, how, how is this possible? Oh my lord. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Tiny girl, big voice. <laughs> That's kind of the tagline right there on her website. Mm -hmm. So you bring it up. It's true. It's awesome. All right, let's go to sports. Uh, I basically have no shot at winning against Stacey O'Neill this week in fantasy football. Somehow it still shows me having a 10% probability of winning. I, I, I don't, where, where do they get those left probabilities kicker. from? I, I, I don't know. Like, like, how is that possible? <laughs> 20 points from a kicker? 
<laughs> yeah, I just, uh, just you could. There, just there's a realistic possibility. Five fifty-yard field goals. Yeah, uh, or anyway. Justin Tucker record field goal. You know, you could that could happen. Who knows? Michael Ray is still not benched. Dak Prescott. We tried. We tried. And he said he would do it, of course, the week that he was playing me. But guess what? It's fine. You still win. I still win. I still got two players left. Uh, Ryan, somehow Mitchell Tenpenny has a 1% chance of beating you. I'm not quite sure how that would work. And Alvin Kamara was in my lineup and forgot to take him out. So Yeah. um, Well, unless your defense gets like negative 20 points. (laughs) Josh, you stepped all over. Yeah, you crushed. That was a great week. Ernest. It was a nice it was a nice bounce back after the shellacking from Stacy last week. And John Stone goes down yeah. to Machado Austin from Once leaving again. Austin. Ooh, a little cheers, slip cheers. up by John Stone, the projected winner of the league this year. So, you know, a little bit of a rut right now. Uh, I mean, look, man, I'm I'm 2 and 2 in both my leagues. I don't feel like that's a bad start to the season. I'm about to be 3 and 1. Some of these games have been really weird. Uh, I would also like to go out and let's quickly shift to college football before we get to the NFL. Uh, What are your week five takeaways, Ry? Give it to us. That's a great question. Week five takeaways, number one. I didn't watch a lot of college football this weekend, but I can tell you this. Here comes Alabama. Here comes Alabama. Georgia, two weeks in a row now, struggling. Did they win? They Yes, a win's a win, but Alabama is proving to be the best team in the country. Take away that that one-point win over Texas and the thought that they could possibly lose to the Longhorns. Bama's rolling right now. The tide is coming in. And Nick Saban once again in line to win another the national championship this year. The tide is coming in. Shut up. Bryce Young did get injured, though, so we got to keep an eye on that. <laughs> yeah, I was That's like, wait a thing. minute. we got to keep an Can eye on that. About- is he important to their team? Uh, he's very important. Oh, oh, so weird. That's so oh, weird. Yes. Uh, also, uh, also, uh, Texas beats West Virginia. I have no idea how my Gators did yesterday because they had to play yesterday while I was watching. Uh, they the whomped yesterday, so they did. They did win yesterday. Okay, well, good. So, because they had to move because the hurricane. Two games yeah, played. They, well, they they were playing Eastern Washington, so it's. I mean, Eastern Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Fifty-two seventeen, but I mean, there's, there's. They also let them score fourteen in the fourth quarter. It's probably all the third string guys are in. Yeah, that point. <laughs> they they pulled all their starters at that point. So another takeaway: Oklahoma's in trouble. Oklahoma's in a lot. Oklahoma of trouble. Oklahoma is in a lot of trouble. Dylan Gabriel was actually former UCF quarterback. Was Florida man. My long shot to win the Heisman, I actually put 25 bucks on him to win the Heisman. That's not going to happen this year. Uh, then not only do they lose to Kansas State last weekend, but they get just absolutely whomped by TCU. So Oklahoma's in trouble. Which, here's the interesting thing. You know who's leading the Big 12 right now? Kansas. At 4-0? <laughs> They're 5-0. 5-0! 2-0 in the Kansas! conference. Kansas is somehow rocking, shocking, Jayhawking. What is happening? I don't understand this what is, is happening. Th- like, th- th- listen to this and think about how backwards this would be as close as three years ago. This is the order that it goes in the Big 12. Kansas, Kansas State, <laughs> Oklahoma State, TCU, Baylor, who we thought who won the Big like, 12 last year. Art Brell's, like Art Briles' mess was just going to hell. Uh, uh, literally. Yeah. Texas Tech. Texas, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and West Virginia at the bottom. 
Yeah, I don't know what's going on. The Big 12 is wacky, dude. It's wild, man. It is wild. In all right of now. the years that I lived in Kansas City, Kansas, like I could walk on for the Kansas football team at any point. At any <laughs> point in there. And by, I still have four years of eligibility. I am available if anyone and is And by the looking. way, shout out, College Game Day is heading to Kansas this weekend. Wow. College Game Day for the first time ever is heading to Kansas this weekend. I hope they just get destroyed. Hey, oh. Lawrence, that's insane. This is your moment, okay? TCU and Kansas battle the two Big Twelve heavyweights. I, you know what? I can't argue that. Though. I can't that's either. The and that's what sucks. Shout out to the Sandbar in Lawrence. Shout out to Mass Street Music. Those are the only two good things in Lawrence. My last college football takeaway is going to be the fact that. I say you better include me. We're going to end up <laughs> with chalk. For the, net, for the college football playoff again. It's going to be Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and Ohio State. Yet again, for the college football playoff. Because that is how this is going to shake out. While there's <sighs> been so much chaos this year, and there's been so many upsets, and there's been possibilities of this team and this team, we're going to end up, once again, with a college football playoff that has those four teams in it. Okay, look. It's still early. Which is why it is time to expand the playoff, and we're going to do that next year or the year after. We are. I say we. They are. <laughs> it, let me talk again. Can you can you argue that those aren't the best teams? Though? No, they are. No, they are. Like, I, I think <laughs> that's the, the only problem. question mark would have been Clemson. That's the but Clemson, Clemson looks great. Clemson, mm, they look. That's a great. big win over Wake Forest, who's a very good team, by the way. Wake Forest, a very good team, could could contend for an ACC title. Dude, did you really just say it's a big win over Wake Forest? There was Wake Forest is good. They are good. <sighs> And then they topped NC State this week. Yeah, I think points. that's, when, I think when that's was, all you needed to say. Actually. When was the last time we had a Wake Forest conversation? Yeah. Is, Tim Duncan? Deeks, baby. Yikes. Chris Paul? Chris Paul, Tim Duncan. All right. All right. All right. And there's we, your college football takeaways this week. We got through college. Um, let's move on. We're going to go to NFL. But before we get to NFL, do, do you want me to like break this down, my DraftKings bet, before or oh, after God. we discuss um, NFL? I think before. Yeah. Okay. Let's tee it up, baby. All right. So here's the deal. A lot of stuff happened the other day. Um, very interestingly, one of the biggest things that happened has put me in a position to either win quite a bit of money or a whole crap load of money on DraftKings. Jealous. Shout um, out to good None of, of my bets. Yeah. Through. Shout out to our friends at DraftKings. So I I hedged, right? Um, for whatever reason, the 49ers are favored tonight. I have no I still don't know why. I st I'm still really confused as to how they're favored in this game. What does Vegas know? Now, I I hedged my bet. I did bet on them to cover what my cash out option is on my other parlay, just in case. Because you know what? If I had this other parlay Am I losing quite a bit of money to hedge this bet? Yes. Am I still making a crap load of money? Yes. Yes. Uh, what? I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and tell you. Um, also, do you have you have the gambling hotline pulled up before sure. I start throwing this yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. We we love you know gambling and it's always fun. But Tennessee you know, red line. Yeah. If you if <laughs> if you know you get a little out of hand here, the easy way to do it is one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. That is. That's how we get control of not yeah. losing our houses and okay. cars and wives. So here's <laughs> here's the interesting thing. So over the past two weeks, 
I've started with seed money and I've taken it all the way up to $21,000. Okay. I've had a good couple of weeks, <laughs> but I'm trying not to give it all back. Sure. Which is, you know, again, gambling, while we're, gambling we're giving the gambling hotline out mm-hmm. there. Uh, I have a $4,500 hedge wager on the 49ers at minus one and a half to pay 9K. So you have the 49ers want minus one and a half. So here's why I have that. Because sitting out there right now, I have a bet that is Rams plus one and a half over 42 and a half. Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby to both score touchdowns that would pay 11K. Mm-hmm. And also, I have this weird bet that if you had asked me in the middle of the day, should I just go ahead and cash out? I, I probably would have. But I didn't because I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this ride. And this is what happened. Over 45 and a half, Jags and Eagles, which covered. Bills minus three. They came back from 17 down to push that. Great. It stays open. Over 45, Chargers and Texans, yep. which hit. Over 40, Patriots and Packers, which hit. Kansas City Chiefs plus one. That, what the hell? That was... Which covered easily. Yes, it did. And the Dallas Cowboys money line to cover. Now, all I have left is Rams plus two. Okay. And if I hit that on top of that other bet, now, granted, that's we're we're now involving a lot of stuff, but it pays uh, 20 grand. Yeah. <laughs> on a $500 <laughs> bet. I hate you. So, and dinner? Gambling. <laughs> I'm taking everybody right, to dinner. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Can we go to dinner in New York? <laughs> <laughs> why not? I, mean, I don't understand why we can't. I, it, it is just absolutely bananas. But um, it's a fingers, lot of things that have to go crossed. right. Uh, and you know what? There's still stuff that has to go right tonight. But I want to start with the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to start with your team. Mm. How in the hell were they not favored? That is an excellent question. Um, the Chiefs have been road favorites <laughs> pretty much the last three years straight. I think they finally covered and they finally covered. Wow. <laughs> Just still do not bet them to cover. They do not cover. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, I don't really know. This line was very confusing when you called me yesterday and you're like, Hey, chiefs plus one. What am I? Mi-? Cause you were, what, what, yeah, what's going what's on? What's going like, on hey, here? Out. You're what? looking for me to go, Oh, Travis Kelsey's sitting this one out or something. No, I do not understand why that's, it should at very least be a pick em. I don't know why you're getting plus odds with the chiefs. They beat the absolute crap out of the Bucks. Patrick Mahomes still throws a random interception for no reason whatsoever. He also became Houdini yesterday and pulled yeah. off a spinning. Throw he was doing like the under. <laughs> the, the under. He, <laughs> he well, he did. He did an underhand. He did a sidearm that I'm not even sure how the angle makes sense from where he threw it to how it got around the defender. He tries to be too cute sometimes, and I just it maybe that's me. why the the picks happen. But man. But for every, for, every, for every pick, he runs up to the line of scrimmage and then basketball shoots it over the defender into Clyde it's Edwards. Insane. How, it's you crazy. cannot defend him. He, it's unbelievable watching that dude play quarterback. It is special what we get to watch every Sunday. Were you it, just about to Sunday give night. Clyde's Edward Hilaire a compliment? I was. He was. He was no, open in there. I still, whatever. I, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, I sat him on my bench, too, and he got 22 points. By the way, two, two while, you, won, while you never take the Chiefs to cover, understand that. 
you should take them money line after a loss because they are now 11 and three under Mahomes following a loss, averaging 31 and a half points per game in those contests. And it really, without a questionable call at the end of the Colts game, we, more, we yeah. would be four and zero right now. So the Chiefs look good. I, we're still not out of the woods. We have the Raiders next week. We have the Bills in two weeks. Speaking of three and one, your Dolphins? Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Oh. Can I say something really quick? Hang on. It's really no, it's positive. Gil is calling me. <laughs> put him on. We'll, put him on. we'll take a pause on, on that. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hey, uh, before you, you before you say anything, you I'm doing my podcast. <laughs> and okay. you're on speaker right now. Okay. Then I won't say what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, do you what we, do you want to say? We may or may not have been a little tuned up listening to Vince Gill music yeah, last but, night. I was about to say I forgot okay, that we I called you. Drunk <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I completely forgot about that till just now. Alright, we'll go back to work. I just called and saying thanks for thanks for reaching out. <laughs> Love you, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, honestly, if you're going to drunk dial anyone, that's a pretty good person to drunk dial. That's incredible. That's amazing. It was me, you, Austin, and Jess. Uh, Is that who it was? Jordo was with us. No, no, Jordo was was just us last night when the Vince Gill song came on. And you're like, we should call him. I was like, we should call Vince Gill. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, we're going to call him. It's like 10 o'clock at night. He's not going to answer. Sorry, Vince. <laughs> I, this has inspired me. I want to come up with the top three list of people that I would love to drunk dial right now. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That should be Ryan's list for next week. We I need like you that. to get that's, to work on that. That's my list okay? for next week. Top three people that I would drunk dial if right I, now. If I know them, we have to call them. Okay. <laughs> if any of us have Done. their phone numbers. Done. All right. That's for next week. My uh, top three list of drunk dialers. Dallas, Cooper Rush, getting the job done. Creating space for Dak Prescott to get healthy. Our defense, two turnovers. I know it's Carson Wentz. I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I I get it. But so far, everybody's like, you know, pooping on that win against the Bengals. They, they were in the Super Bowl last year, guys. I get it. Their offensive line isn't that good. But everybody has those problems from time to time. We beat a legitimate team. We've got two wins in the division now. We're three and one, which if you had asked me when I saw Dak Prescott go down, if I thought we'd be three and one. We thought the season was over. I was like, oh my God, this is horrific. Dak's not going to come back for like seven weeks. He's going to be on IR. He didn't go on IR. He's talking about coming back either next week or the week after that. But I'm intrigued, man. I I get it. Like we we get into the teeth of our, our schedule Really quick, because we've got um, the Rams, then the Eagles, who are 4-0. They look great. They have got the weapons. They have figured some stuff out. Jalen Hurts, I've always thought, was undervalued. You benched Aaron Rodgers this week for Jalen Hurts. Absolutely. I did. I know, which I was like, whoa. Okay. Did Did it work out? Yes, it did. By the way, I didn't win, but that wasn't because of that decision. Who is your favorite Cowboys quarterback of all time? Just curious. I mean, do, do I, I, you this go is a leading, I'm leading the witness Aikman? here. I'm leading the witness here. Do you go Stallback or Aikman? And I know why you're asking me because Cooper Rush is the first Cowboys quarterback that started four to go four zero to win his first four career starts. Cooper yes. Rush is the first Cowboys quarterback to yes, do that. He is. That's also a stat that will win you like trivia night two years from now. 
cannot wait. <laughs> 10 years from now. Going to break it out. Can I say something? Yeah. With the exception of the Washington C words, <laughs> the nice. I think the NFC East might be the best division Whoa. in the NFL. Really? I really do. I think the Giants you are know, good. That's actually a really good point. I think the Cowboys are really good, and I think the Eagles are really good. And I think that the I AFC would, West, who we thought was going to be really great, the Raiders are not good. And Denver, thanks a lot, good. is not and good. Seattle's not good. I, Seattle's I, not in I also, oh, yeah. Yeah, I also <laughs> want to go out of my way to point out the fact that I said this last year, and I believe the year before as well. Everybody always goes to the Skip Bayless quote. And NFC least. And yet... Outside of Tom Brady-led teams, the division that has won the most Super Bowls, other than those, being Tampa and being, obviously, the Patriots. Have come from the NFC East. Have come from the NFC East. Thanks a lot, Eli Manning. Yeah. It, those it's are just the facts. the Eagles, the Giants. Like it, That's, yeah. It's just facts. I, I really do. I think that those three teams are really, really good. The, the Dallas defense is better than I thought it would be. I, I actually questioned it week two, and we still have not given up 20 points in any game. The defense is great. Now, I do have an argument, too. The Giants, are they good? You know, you, I think Dable, Saquon Dable, Barkley is back, which Dable makes them good. Dable goes for a two-point conversion in that first game against Tennessee. They beat the Titans, which the Titans are, are, are playing better football now. But they beat the Bears, and we're going to get to like, that in a second. Like, like that matters. Without their two starting quarterbacks having to run a wildcat offense for the majority of that game to beat the Bears, the Bears are not a good football team. So I know this. What 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 do you what can you take away from a win like that? Yeah, it, how do you feel about your team? Well, how that's do a I good feel? segue. That's how a good how segue. do I feel about my team? I just want to talk about Justin Fields for a minute. Out of sixty-seven pass attempts, he's only completed thirty-four. He's pretty bad. He has had. He has only Did all of thrown, them come on that last possession? He has only thrown two touchdowns and had four interceptions. He's only thrown for 471 total yards. He is a disaster. And I don't know if it truly is our team, like coaches and stuff like that, ever since Matt Nagy came into play. I've never liked our coaches from the beginning, ever since we fired last year and we got another Ryan. And I, it, I just... I can't get over that, and it's proving I, they are proving me right that I knew that these were bad decisions for us. And again, the one thing that we need to fix has still not been fixed. Not only is that our quarterback problem, but it is our O line problem. He was sacked what six times in yesterday's game. Like we will never give our quarterbacks a chance to even try to be good if we never fix our O line. And I don't know what the hell I watched with that last play with two seconds left. And they Would you mind if I summarize Bears football? In one play? Sure. Third and fourth, the Chicago 33 with three seconds to go. Shotgun. Justin Fields pass short right to Ebner to Chicago's 35 for two yards. Lateral to East St. Brown to Chicago 44 for nine. Fumbles. Touched at Chicago 44. Recovered by Fields at the 39. Fields to the 36. Negative three yards. Lateral to East St. Brown. Eight yards. Lateral to Eber. 44. New York Giants. 12 yards. Fumbles. Recovered. Patrick. Negative six yards. Fields. One yard. One yard. Fumble. Fumble. Recovery. Fumble. Touched to the Chicago 32. Recovered. At the Chicago 28. That is Bears football. Yeah, that was that last play that I was just talking about. Yep, about 12 seconds. Even though we had no hope in ever 
because we would have needed a touchdown and a two-point conversion. There wasn't enough time for any of that. I wonder on that play how many fantasy leagues were ruined by oh my that, God. that number or, of fumbles. Or, or wagers. Can think think about like the Let's talk about the Bills. Over-unders on that. Yeah. Like Yeah, there's no hope for the Bears. Oh, the Bills? That's a good that was a good they last got, second win over the Ravens. They got lucky. They were up down by 17. They Dude. got lucky. Can we talk about the Ravens for a second too? Because that's a that's a that's a team that, that should be four is That terrible. is a team Lamar that should Jackson be four is amazing. He is trying to he get paid. Is doing paid a man. Exactly. He's doing exactly what he needs to do. He deserves to be paid. Ravens, what in the hell are you doing? Ravens are the first team to blow a 17-point lead in two of their first four games since the 2011 Vikings. And none of it is his fault. Nope. Nope. Hmm. He can't win a game by himself, unfortunately. His back hurts right now. Yeah, he's been carrying that whole team. <laughs> Prior to these huge blown leads, the Ravens had won 75 straight games in which they led by at least 17. Jesus. All right. Um, we got to get to a sort of sensitive topic before we move on. Do you want to talk to it for a second here? Yeah, we have to. Um, the Dolphins, the NFL, shame on you. Um, we player safety. The NFL talks about how important that is, and, and I think we saw the quite lack literally of the safety. lack of player safety and concern for your athletes on the football field. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa should have never gone back in that game against Buffalo last weekend, and should not have been playing football on Thursday against Cincinnati, considering it was a short week. Uh, what we saw was not not only downright scary. Um, it was possibly heartbreaking. Ending. It was heartbreaking. That was a severe traumatic brain injury. Uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And, you know, the NFL fired the independent doctor that had actually cleared him to go back into that game against Buffalo. So there is a little bit of accountability here. But uh, the entire world uh, breaking, you know, heartbreaks for, for two, and hopefully that he will have a speedy recovery. And um, here, what time out, just, though, here's my thing is that just scapegoating? They're trying Possibly. to cover their someone, ass. Someone but there's going to, to be more accountability that needs to be yeah, had. Why here. haven't they come out and said exactly what brain injury he has or what's wrong with him? Why have they not come out and say it? Because they know it's going to backtrack to what happened in the Bills game. The NFLPA is still investigating that Bills game, by the way. They yeah. can't. They can't come out and say it for insurance purposes. If they if they say what it is, then, then there, there's a lawsuit that yeah. can veer very easily. Immediately. I don't know if we'll see to a back on the field this, this year. year or next year. For the record. Um, that was scary. And, you know, I, again, all the reports coming out, okay. all the reports coming out are, he is feeling better. Uh, you know, has movement in all his extremities is back with the team is recovering seemingly. Okay. But you're talking about again, in a, in a span of five days, two really, really bad head injuries that, I mean, you're talking about brain swelling. There's a lot of things that could potentially happen. Well, here. so the, the biggest thing that I've seen and granted, I am not a doctor. I do not know everything about everything that there is to know. There are people that are more qualified, allegedly, to keep them safe. In theory. Um, but the biggest thing that I've seen is, you know, the week before, it looked like he was having neurological symptoms um, from whiplash when he went down. They were saying it was a back or a neck injury. He never once reached for his back. He reached for he his head a lot. He reached for his head immediately. Um, now, that in and of itself doesn't prove anything. And obviously this is going to be dealt with and this is going to be exactly what you're talking about. The NFLPA is, is investigating this because they want to keep the players safe. That's the most important thing to them. And that's why they exist. Um, 
And I, I'm not saying that it was even malicious. You know, a lot of people want to play through injury. They want to be like, the players I'm fine. Do too. I'm going to play Tua wanted to be he back wanted out there. To be, he wanted to be back out there, but sometimes you have to protect them from themselves, right? That's the whole point. That's what the NFL always says. That's the crux of this entire thing. Um, there's a thing called second impact syndrome, sis, is, is how they, you know, sort of abbreviate it. Um, you can die if you still have concussion symptoms and you suffer another concussion, like immediately. Like this is about brain this is serious. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is on this, but they did not. I I don't. Right I don't think he should have been in that game. I think if we are doing forced quarantines for amounts of days for a sickness, I think if we if someone shows any sort of wobbliness after a head, that should be the same thing. It should be 10 days. Hey, sorry. You wobbled when you got up. 10 days. Cameron Brait against the Chiefs last yep. night. Yep. Slow to get up. Slow. He thought he was running fast off the field, was barely trotting. Like that should be... 10 days minimum so that we can at least like diagnose, give it enough time to see what's going Make on. Make sure nothing there's more serious that could be caused. If- like it, it just, mm-hmm. it's, a, and the hard part. So I was, I was working on Sunday when the Tua hit happened. Cause I was texting you guys like what happened. And then I saw the, the clip of it and I watched the rest of that game and I felt like it was a more violent game after watching that, watching that hit with him. Like even normal tackles, I was just like, ah, like everything about me was suddenly more attuned to how to the human being violent and physical that sport really, the sport really is. And, and I don't know how much of it is desensitized over years of watching it or, or whatever. The human life is very fragile and like this game and no amount of money is worth sacrificing your health and your life and a future with your family or whatever, you know, this was, we, we celebrated Alex Smith from coming back from that horrible leg injury and almost dying and all of the terrible things to go, come take another snap. That was great. Hooray. But like, I want to see him with his wife and kids for, well, for 40 more years. You know and, what I mean? And like here's, that's the, here's the other thing. I actually sent you guys uh, a clip the other day of uh, one of the plays where Matthew Stafford, when he was playing for the Lions, uh, suffered a really bad shoulder injury, got up. They, are you okay? Ragweed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sneezing so bad for like the week last week. Got up, went to the sideline. I, th- I believe it was the Browns they were playing against. Called the timeout. He was like, I can go back in and throw. The player is always going to want to go back in and and be the workhorse and be like, I'm the guy that can lead us to victory. I'm going to be the guy that can do this. And you know what? To some extent, you also do have to step back and go, maybe they did everything right, and he just got hurt. But like you just said, Josh, I I want to see those people as human beings just as much as I do as players. Yeah. Because I feel like that gets lost, whether it's, um, you know, it, it, anybody in the public eye, whether it's musicians, we're talking about like somebody got sick and they lost their voice and people get mad at them and they're like, boo, you should have done it anyway. But I think the reaction to the tour injury but was it, that, that's, that's very much more a serious thing when you're talking about a traumatic 
possible brain injury. But I think that's what that's why the reaction was so swift to come down on the NFL in Miami because everybody felt that human side. When you're seeing a guy that has that kind of injury that with his fingers mangled in front of his face and gets carted off on a stretcher, you immediately then, th- that's where the human side of you comes out. Football doesn't matter. Yeah. And so speedy recovery, hopefully, to him. And I think what this will do is force the NFL to truly look inwards and say, now, concussions, you get one, you're not coming back in the game. You enter the concussion protocol, and you take a certain amount of time off from football. You're out. Yeah, I think protocol should not be, we went to a tent, and then you came back in. I think protocol is, cool, sorry, you're done. You're out for the game. I don't care the magnitude of the play or the game. I don't care if it's Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. left a game in the playoffs because of a concussion. Absolutely, he did. So, you know, it's... That the player safety needs to be paramount in this situation, and I hope Tua has a speedy recovery. I hope he does eventually get to play football again, but let's just hope that he's okay. Well, this even goes back to when Herbert was hurt, and everyone is like, "Get him out of the game." He is in miserable pain. He broke a rib. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, I think what happened there is that's not a brain injury, and so it gets treated differently. Yeah, let's poke a hole in your lung eventually. No, well. Can we, can we at least acknowledge one guy that did get carried off the field, but not for any injury? Did you see DK Metcalf got carted off the field to go to the bathroom? Did you see this in the Seattle game? Okay, you gotta go, you this, gotta is, go. this is a hard segue. This is Paul Pierce, like what? 2.0. Yes, DK Metcalf got carted off the field in the Seahawks game because he needed to use the restroom. Who among us have not been in the situation where you didn't want to go walk to the bathroom, which is you know 300 yards mm-hmm. away? You know what? That is a very hard segue to get out of a very serious conversation. Thank you, Ryan. Also, Everybody Poops. It's a book. I read it to my niece. He quote tweeted it and it said, quote, that clinch walk wouldn't have made it. Okay. (laughs) Let's go to movies. Movies. All right. Poop. Smile. (laughs) 2022. Stop, Josh, please. Horror slash psychological horror. Hour and 55 minutes rated R. 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. 86% of Google users like this movie. After witnessing. After witnessing. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins taking over her life, Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Parker Finn directed. Paramount Pictures release date September 30th. Who has thoughts? I have a prepared statement that I'd like to read. Yeah, go ahead. After careful consideration and consultations with my therapist, lawyer, and Rotten Tomatoes, I have been instructed to delay my intake of the movie Smile at this time. The toll it would have taken on my stress level and the physical labor it would have taken to shield my eyes during this film would have been grand and detrimental to my well-being. I will be seeking additional counsel before reevaluating my decision and would appreciate if everyone respected my privacy at this time. No interviews, please, or random smiles from strangers during this process. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not looking at any of you. <laughs> All of us are smiling for anyone that's listening on audio and not on YouTube. If uh, if you if you can't see what we just did, uh, I thought it was good. I I saw this movie get a lot of flack, and I'm kind of surprised because they were like, oh, it relied too heavily on jump scares at certain points. Yes, it did. And uh, time for some spoilers. 
It had a bummer ending. It did have a bummer Josh? Ending. Yeah, but I, it's a horror movie. This was a... I, first off, I hate that I watched this movie. <laughs> I hate these movies. I hate these movies. I hate these movies. I hate these movies. Um, Yeah. Uh, Were you the one that was pressing for us to watch this? Look, I know it was mostly I wanted to see Ryan's reaction, and now and he didn't watch. It. I got I got sold up the river a little bit. Um, I yeah, that's right. Haley didn't watch it. Like either. I said, the day I was going to go see it, I ended up just sitting in bed all day because it was the Route ninety one anniversary. But it was yeah. also one of those things where I was like, I still want to see this movie. It is my goal. I will br- I will see it this week for sure. Since now it's out all week, and I don't have to wait till the weekend. Um, but I want to see it and I want to come back and talk about it again next week with my opinion. So, but finish yours. But you weren't crazy about it. I, the ending left me wanting quite a bit. I had figured out a way to rewrite the ending that I would have enjoyed a lot better. Really? Okay. Yes. Do we want to present that to the crowd or do we want to wait till next week after she sees it? I'm, I'm intrigued because I, I kind of want to know. I look, I, I saw two schools of thought and I think they're both wrong. The director was explaining the ending, trying to imply that it was like people go through life and life is a kind of terrifying aspect of, of being alive. Right. And he was like, being alive is terrifying in and of itself. And I'm like, I feel like you're trying to explain away the ending of your movie. Yeah. You're, you're not really giving us any, anything to really chew on. Um, also I found it interesting. The people that were saying the movie was terrible because it, it wasn't terrible. Normal horror tropes like jump scares. I'm like, yeah, but that that's That's part of of horror like that. Well, I I do love their, um, their advertisement where they've been putting the actors. That's brilliant. Yeah. If you guys guys have not seen this, Ryan, was it you that sent it to us? Yeah, it's, it was, it's been at a a couple baseball games actually, where they've sent somebody with the smile t-shirt and just behind home plate where the cameras are smiling the entire time. It's really great. It's pretty creepy. I will say, I will say for three quarters of the movie, forget the tropes of the jump scares. I knew they were coming. You know, you almost can pick out when they're when they're going to happen. It gets real quiet, and all of a sudden, bang, you're really deep and something jumps out. That's normal. I was expecting that. Um, I actually think the movie was relatively well done up until the ending. Okay, so you know what's very interesting is you realize this was a short film. It was still like two hours, wasn't it? No, no, no. What I'm saying is that what the they based it off of was a short film, and it's the kind of stuff that I've done before where I've shown you guys like a six minute movie. Yeah. Yeah. We watched one. Yeah. We oh, watched the box one. one? The, the, the box. That's, yeah. That yeah. The box. The, hell right. out of me. Like the, the problem is, is like, that's great in a short film aspect. When you try to stretch it into a two hour movie, is it good enough to be a two hour movie? I think this suffered from that. Yeah, I do too. And I think that I have, I have come up with a way I've come up with an ending that could solve that for me, at least as the non-horror um, fan. But I will wait on that if we want to. I don't well, want to. I don't want to ruin this because yeah. in order for me to explain it, I would have to explain the end of the movie, which would then ruin. Yeah, let's do the, the alternate movie. ending breakdown next week. All right, I will go see this. 
Um, I, I have to consult with Rotten gonna, Tomatoes and my therapist, but I will go see this. <laughs> I will. We. I'll make sure that we go together. I will go see this with you, Bear. Okay. I. I think you'll be okay. It, you will. I hate jump scares. I know. That's and what freaks a, me out. And about there's it. a lot scary. of them. There's a lot of you. them. It's, it's going to get, get you. you. It's even when you know it's coming, it's still going to get the you. Jump scares that get me. Like and and this even the trailer. Like when I I watched the trailer again last night, just while I was writing my prepared statement, and I was I had goosebumps all up and down my arms. Like I I am so frightened to go see this movie. I was cringing for most of it. I was like. Mm. Just full clench, kind of. I was DK Metcalfing real hard. Um, oh my god! But I will, I will wait with my my rewrite until next week. Because right. I think I, I think I can, I think I solved it for myself of what I was looking for out of the ending. All right, what are we going to watch? Do we have Plus. Disney Plus available to all of us? Because Hocus yes. Pocus Two just came out. Oh my! All gosh. right, let's do yes, it. Let's do it. Do Spooky it. season. Hocus Pocus Two. Here we go. And I know everyone will be down to watch this. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, that's what we're doing. I was, I was trying to map it out too. There is another scary movie coming out at the end of the month on yeah. October twenty eighth, which is the the nun that becomes. Uh, an exorcist. Oh, oh great. Another paranormal kind yeah. of activity. Yeah. My God. yeah, let's go. And that one, that one, I'm like super in, I don't know. It's probably just like growing up, no, ca- no, growing up I, Catholic and like yeah, yeah. doing all the Christian music for so long. I am so deeply in <laughs> doing all the Christian music. Makes me want to watch this horror movie. It, no, because there's something, <laughs> I don't know that, how you get from A to Z here, but that's a because quick, there is something the about, there's something about religious horror movies that I'm totally okay with. Exorcism of Emily Rose. No issues. Zero issues in that movie. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get after it. I but, hate this month. So but much. Poltergeist, Hocus Pocus two, uh, this week. Hocus Pocus two. Disney Plus only. Disney Plus. Let's go to the hot take. Hot take. Bear, this better be a good one. Well, you're gonna disagree with me. Fire away. So this is a very very simple hot take. It's either one or the other, and I'm very. I've brought this up once. It wasn't an argument, but we just brought it up once when we were talking about chips. The crunchy Cheeto will forever be the better Cheeto over the puffy Cheeto. Forever, no one wants the puffy Cheeto. It gets oh, stuck whoa, in their whoa, teeth. Whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa. First off, not first no of all, one. that you just buried the lead. Your hot take is no one wants the puffy Cheeto. Well, I, I'm just saying the Crunchy Cheeto is better than the Puffy Cheeto. No. Yes. Because you just said no one would ever want a Cheeto, like a, a puff. It gets stuck in your teeth really bad. I I know you want it because you always want the Puffy Cheetos. Wow, the internet's a blaze about this, by the way. Is it? Yeah. I told you. Every, it's it's either the Crunchy thing? or the Puffy. This is a thing. Crunchy versus Puffy Cheetos is a thing on the internet. And Look, you know, I like them I, both. I, I, They're I, both Cheetos, are, but I like the Cheetos puffs. No, they, they even taste different. No, they, they don't. They taste different. No, yes, the they do. They're the same ingredients. It, no, they taste different. The other one tastes more like a fluff of just nothing. <laughs> okay. I, I do very much love my friends at the chip preview Oh, the chip review.com. Excuse chip, me. Yeah, he the loves you guys. He doesn't even know what the show is. I love com. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a pro and cons list for both. If I may have the floor here to read these for a second. Well, before you read those, what does everyone pick? I want I want to hear the I want to hear this. The pros yeah. and cons okay. list. From, from, cons. from the chipreview.com. The Cheetos Puffs pros. Bigger bag. Don't fill you up. The cons are not as many chips by weight. 
One time I got sick and threw up after eating them. Okay, that's stupid. <laughs> gets, like, gets, I, gets stuck yeah, in your one, teeth. One time I threw up after eating a steak See, that was under your teeth. stuck in your it teeth. It didn't make right. me stop eating steak. That's the cons and pros of the Cheetos Puffs. The Cheetos Crunchy Pros feels far more substantial. The crunchy texture is preferred among consumers, and there are more flavors to choose from. Those are the pros. The cons for the crunchy. Even half a bag will fill you up. Addictive, probably laced with something. <laughs> Who the hell? And the bags always this. feel so small. <laughs> okay, so clearly the crunchy is way better. I want to do a deep dive on the chicken. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to figure out who the hell's doing this. Um, I'm going to go puffs just to be contrarian. And because I think they're both great, I'm not saying that the puffs are necessarily better than the crunchy ones. I'm just saying that you said out of your mouth parts that no one likes the puffs and you're way wrong. You always pick the puff you're over way the crunchy. Wrong. Anytime I've seen you go in a variety I mean, bag, to be, you always to be pick honest, the puffs. I would rather have the jalapeno. The puffs or the, the crunchy ones? Well, they don't make them in puffs. They don't make them in puffs. The flaming Hot ones only come in well, but the, crunchy, the, right? Not the flaming Hot, the jalapeno specifically. Mm. Which are fantastic. I wish they'd make them in puffs. Are, we, puffs. are we folding in planners cheese balls into the puff? Oh! Ooh. Yes, because it's a puffy cheese. Oh, then, oh, oh absolutely. Oh. No, no, Haley, no, 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 no. You just messed up. You just effed up. You just messed up bad. If if we're allowing cheese balls to be in the puff land, it, it is puffs it's all the, the way, same baby. It's the exact thing as a puffy Cheeto. It is it's puffs not, all the way, baby. Not. Uh, it should be noted, and this is just because I watched way too much Food Network and whatever. The actual puff was created because where it dissolves on your tongue, it doesn't tell you that you're full. So every time you're eating a puff, you can eat more of them because it, it was genetically engineered. What? Yeah, it's, desi on. it's designed. Come on. Come on with the knowledge. The, to not hit the part of your tongue that tells you you're actually eating something, which is why you can just have an entire thing of- Drop them with the knowledge. Planners, cheese balls in one sitting, hypothetically. I've never done that, obviously. Of course I have. <laughs> um, I've stuffed 21 cheese I've balls never in done my that. mouth Of course before. I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> you just, thank so, you for talking over that. That being said- um, I have a video. While I love, I love me some crunchy Cheetos, by including the planners cheese balls into the puff- you effed up, and I will be Team Puff. Team Puff. Here we go. No, nope. Get stuck in so, your teeth. You're going crunchy, aren't you? Actually, I, you know, this got put to the internet, too. I believe Cheetos itself seeks to settle the social debate, as I've seen in 2021. So this was put to itself. I will tell you. This I'm, doesn't need to be a long explanation, Ryan. Very, Just tell us where you are. I am a... A flavorful kind of dude. Oh no, he's you gonna. Know? He's, oh, he's gonna. I he's enjoy, gonna monologue. He's monologuing. I enjoy <laughs> light texture that is buttery in a sense when you bite into it. However, when I'm eating Cheetos, I don't want no damn puffs in my Cheetos, and I love some flaming hot Cheetos. Give me the flaming hot crunchy Cheetos all day long, ladies and gentlemen. Crunch all day. Nom, 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 nom. They do make a. Uh, planners cheese balls that are flaming hot just there so we're clear. Alright, thank you guys so much for listening to The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris from Haley, Ryan, Josh, and myself. We love you guys to death. Thanks for watching. Go to the YouTube, rate, review, do all the things, and we're out!
Did we do a spooky intro? You know, it's so funny that you said that actually started one. (gasps) Ah! Yes! I cannot wait. I was going to try to get it done for today, but I'll I'll have it by next week. Yeah, we got to do a spooky intro. Um, Yeah. There's a song called Puff the Magic Dragon, not Crunch the Magic Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) 